It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Patrick Royce joins me. I am host Michael Rand. Um, Patrick, it's funny. Um, as the end of that Vikings game was unfolding on Sunday, I could hear, I, I couldn't hear you, you know, literally, but I, in my head, I could hear you with one of your trademark yoo-hoo-hoos um, thinking <laughs> yeah. about what you would say if that result held. Now they did manage to rescue a victory from what should have been a easier victory um, with a last second field goal after giving up somehow giving up the lead to Detroit. But that game, man, what, what's going on with this team? They, uh, is, is, is Zimmer still insisting they're good? Cause I hope not. No, that was, uh, that was, uh, reasonably pathetic. And, and we were talking a little bit before we came on here. Yeah. They had a 10 point lead and the game was over four minutes to go. They, they had the ball down in their territory and somehow, uh, you know, 15 minutes of actual time later, they're behind and need to complete two passes and then have their kicker. Who's very reliable. As long as he's kicking from over 50 yards, uh, make, make the, make the bomb to win the game. And they, they, they beat the poor lions, uh, coach Zim now eight, no against uh, the lions, right. He's won his last eight against them, which is just uh, right. Yeah. Same record Tice had against them, by the way. Eight, no, he, he had an eight-game winning streak against them. But, yeah, it's just here's the whole thing. Add it up, 29 points in two weeks. And Cleveland's defense looked like the Bears of the 1980s against these guys last week. Yesterday, they gave up 47. Uh, Justin Herbert uh, threw for 398. I don't get it. Where's the offense? I, I know Delvin Kirk's been hurt, hurt, hurt. I mean, Delvin Cook's been hurt, but where's the offense? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't I, know. I don't... I, that's the thing. I mean, you that was the strength of the team last year. That was what looked really good in weeks two and three this year. Right? I mean, remember the Arizona game? They had 33 points and could have been more. Seattle, they scored, what, 30, 31, something like that. And then all of a sudden you get, you get Cleveland and then, you know, and again, Cleveland had a pass rush. They had a front four and yes. it just, they just kind of got after him in that game. Although like you said, uh, w- whatever Cleveland put on film, uh, <laughs> chargers, uh, managed to counter attack yes. uh, by scoring yes. 47 instead of seven, like the Vikings had. But, uh, yeah, it, 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 you know, maybe in this game on, uh, on Sunday, it was kind of a matter of, well, you know, the offense isn't clicking. Don't take chances. You're going to win anyway. And, you know, they probably should have won anyway, pretty, you know, easily or, you know, comfortably at least even, even without a great offensive performance. Cause you know, like I said, like the lions were in desperation mode. they went for it from their own territory on fourth and forever when it was 16 to six with just like a few yes. minutes left in the game. And then, you know, Vikings get the ball back and it's like, okay, this game is just on cruise control. And next thing you know, they've missed a field goal. The Lions get within 16-9. Madison fumbles. Next thing you know, the Lions are up 17-16. And you're like, well, okay, now you got to cut it loose. So, you know, it's it's probably a combination of conservative approach, not trusting Kirk Cousins, not trusting the offensive line. And, but, you know, against the Lions, like that was an opportunity, not just to win, but to like get some confidence in the things you do. And, they can't have any confidence in what they're doing, especially offensively coming off that game. 
Uh, oh, yeah. They, I mean, it's uh, you look at the schedule right now. Now, there's hope in Carolina because uh, Darnold came back to the the down to earth yesterday right. and threw three interceptions, and they they kicked away against against the mediocre Eagles. But uh, you know, if you're playing like this when that schedule starts after the bye week, you got no chance. They got they got three, four really tough games, and uh, you know they something's got to change. They, they cannot play the way they've played at home the last two weeks. Oh, I, that's right. I was wrong. They only got seven last week. They scored 26 points in two games in the modern NFL. That's incredible. You can't do that. It's almost impossible. And by the way, all of this coming uh, with an offense where Kirk has still received more praise than he ever has here, right? Because yeah. they'd say, well, Kirk, he's, he's okay, but you know, He's now throwing one one interception a, a game and and uh, I, I don't get it. I, I how about the how about the play where Kirk uh, pretends like they snapped the ball over his head <laughs> yeah. and then they're running. He's trying to look like a drunk coming out of a bar downtown Minneapolis at three in the morning and thinking he's fooling somebody and even the dumbass lions can throw the guy for an eight yard loss. What a dumb play that was. God, this guy, I lost my face in Clint, late faith in Clint. That's for sure. Clint's the, the 15 uh, plays they start the game with always look a lot better than the rest of the game. That's for sure. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Cause not only, not only are the lions, bad mike they're hurt right they're, they got a bunch of injuries they got an offensive line that has just guys that were third stringers when the season started and uh, they uh, defensively they've lost a bunch of defensive backs and they're banged up and they had to beat it's uh, it's incredible since i was a kid my grandpa jim warner taught us to treat our customers like family and to thank you for 67 years warner stallion is offering unbeatable appliance savings go to warnerstallion.com to get your 50 dollars coupon you won't find anywhere else you know it's interesting reading ben gessling's uh, game story because a couple things in there there was some subtext now i want to get into the the big picture of this game and where this might have ranked in vikings history had they lost it uh, in, in a minute here but you know there's Zimmer even said he thought they were too conservative on one series, the one right after the Vikings got the ball back when they were up 16, six, three thirty-nine. the one we just talked about when, before Joseph missed that before Joseph missed that field goal. But you know, a lot, he was a lot of players kind of said, you know, they didn't you know, kind of hinting maybe at they, they wanted a more aggressive game plan or things like that. Um, you know, when, when things like this start to happen, I want to start, start there. And then I want to get into the cousins, uh, the cousins post game with, uh, with, <laughs> with, with, with Zimmer, which was bizarre too. We'll get into that in a minute, but like what up a guy with health problems. That was, well, interesting. yeah, that was a, it was a, it was, a, it was awkward at the very least, but you know, yeah. it, this is the kind of, this is the kind of game, even in a win, if in a, in a loss, it would have been just, catastrophic and even in a win when you have to scramble to win at the end in a game like that um this is the kind of game that can start to kind of pull apart you know erode that confidence players have in in the plan don't you think yes yes i do i mean the last two weeks the 
you know, the defense has got to be saying, what, what the hell's going on here? Oh, fellas, let's, let's move the ball. How do you think, how do you think Pouty Adam Thielen would have felt if he hadn't got two passes in the last five minutes? He was zero for zero all day long with one target. And, and he, he's a, he's a bit of a good old Minnesota boy, egomaniac. And uh, he said, I don't think you would have taken that either. Yeah. I got to think, uh, I got to think there's a little dissension. It'll be very interesting to see how they show up in Carolina. Uh, you know, and of course, uh, you know, we, we have some famous trips to Carolina, none, none greater than the post boat, the boat. Uh, trip yeah. to Carolina. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. They're just, it doesn't, I, I think Zim's, I think Zim's gone if they lose that game and then lose to Carolina. I mean, if they yeah. would have lost these next yeah. two, I think. I don't think he was, I've said that before. I don't think he was yeah. going to make it on the bye week, but uh, I, I don't, I don't get how they're playing. Cause you know, the defense was good again yesterday against a bad team, obviously, but uh, yeah, it's uh, well, I mean, they made Jared Goff look pretty good down the stretch and I've always, I never could stand him, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. How they're, how they're, when, when they went out once again, the, you know, the rushing defense was terrible at the start. They got a little better as the day progressed, but considering you're playing against the Lions, uh, DeAndre Swift should be tearing you up for eight, nine yard gains uh, left and right. It was, it was bad, Mike. It was really bad. And it, okay, now we got to get into the, the Zimmer Cousins, you know, immediately after the field goal, they're standing right next to each other. Field goal goes through. Cousins turns to Zimmer like, grabs him by the shoulders and he, apparently what we're being told is he screams you like that you know he's doing kind of his you like that thing that was that was what was reported anyway and you know it it's just like and you know after the games or after the game cousins just said yeah i was excited we were just celebrating is was it just an alpha male celebration thing or was yeah, it, it was, he gave it was weird two he gave him the trick push in the chest yeah and, and zero shoved in like you can tell me anything you want to. Zimmer yeah. did not like it. No, because he, he shoved him back, back hard. It, 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 yes, it hurt him. It did something. Plus, he's had stuff. All he's got to do is tip over, hit his head on the head on the turf, and who the hell knows what happens to him. And yeah, there's the you can we can sugarcoat it all we want to. Zim was, I think the grab of the shirt was fine, right? But when he pushed right. him. And he pushed him hard in the chest. Zimmer did not like it. No. And it proved it once again to Zimmer that his quarterback's an idiot. That's what it proved to Zimmer. So, <laughs> in, in my opinion, that's yeah. how it looked. That's how it looked to me. Yeah. And, well, you know, these guys, I mean, you know, if these were the, if this was Aaron Rodgers and uh, Lafleur, Lafleur, uh, we'd be thinking it was a sure sign of great dissension, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we be we labeling it that way? Wouldn't we? Yeah. Well, it, it, just watching it, it was like, are are they gonna are they gonna fight like right after a win? <laughs> like what? Like yes. it, it, it's what it looked like. Like I even I even had to like I was just I I watched the clip like ten different times and like I I even texted Ben Gessling, our beat writer, and it's like, what you know? Do we know what that was yet? And so you know, he addressed it in the game story, you know, saying you know what was what was told to them, and you know that there was all sorts of. You know, social media conjecture that there was a, it was going to be a fight and they, they tried to downplay it and we can take him at their word. Like, you know, post game celebrations are, are weird. He probably, he, maybe, yes. maybe Kirk just, 
pushed a wrong button, pushed him the wrong way. And, and Zimmer pushed back. And, and, and that was that it wasn't like a fight was about to happen, but like they were kind of holding Zimmer back after that. It was, it was, <laughs> it, was it was, it was weird at the very yes, least. To, to, yes, to watch. it was. And now we're going to all, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to get the, uh, it's going to be extremely underplayed and uh, Zim, I'm sure will be asked more about it today and say it was nothing because uh, he's got to say that. But for a moment, he was agitated. Yeah. He was upset for a moment, no matter what you want to, how you want to frame it. There were 10 seconds there where he was contemplating hitting him, <laughs> you know, yeah. hitting I mean, him back, I think. So it was really weird. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it was, it was something else. It was, uh, it was a sight to behold, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I want to know more. But maybe, maybe after they have a chance to watch the film, they'll be able to comment on it more. I don't this know. is going. This is going to be a uh, a uh, something that we, it, you know, the little re- six second videos people send to respond to stuff. Right. This is going to be one of the what do we call those memes? I, I no, this is meme, be a meme. Yeah, meme, gif, whatever it yeah. is. I, yeah, well, one of those things. This is one that's going to be repeated, uh, which you see often, uh, you know, in in the future. This will this will be a memorable, uh, memorable little piece of tape when Zim's yes. gone. When Zim's gone, which still could be after bye week if they go down. Yeah. Embarrassment, Carolina. I got to admit, I thought bye week was coming up this week, but it's so they got one more road yeah. game and they have bye week. Yeah. So. And, anyway go ahead you you've been around for plenty of vikings history maybe we can end the the vikings portion of this what you know in terms of meaning obviously there's there's they've lost games in more excruciating fashion but i just just watching how that the end was unfolding and if they had lost that game i said that that was going to be like up there in terms of the all-time vikings managing to grab a loss when the victory seemed certain obviously you know gary anderson 1998 like there's nate pool when they knocked him out of the playoffs in 2003 but like this was like this game was over there at home against a terrible team like this was this was going to be way up there for me well i was watching at the end and i said go for two and he went for two yeah i was too yeah back of the end zone i'm saying you got to go for two now uh, let me say this the teams are really playing stupidly at the end of these games with 37 seconds to go, aren't they? With the field goal kickers you have today, you can't let them get past your 50, right? You can't. And, uh, you know, we saw the same thing. Aaron Rodgers got the ball back with the same time amount of time left, 37 seconds. Now he had to go down the field, Uh, not this week, but a couple of weeks ago to win a game. And uh, and you got to play. We've been saying it for 100 years prevent prevents victory but you got to play defense you got you got to play the same defense that has kept the vikings uh in check the entire second half and uh you know and to give it right back to them was uh, how would you like to be the lions they may never win another one right (laughs) they're 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 just unbelievable what they can what they how they can accomplish uh you know they get they got a miracle win, and then they turn it into another defeat. Even when they get a miracle win, they can turn it into a defeat. They're unbelievable. Remember two two weeks ago when they lost uh, two or three weeks ago when they lost to uh, 
the Ravens on the, you know, the Ravens convert that fourth and forever yeah. and make the 66 <laughs> yard field goal. Yeah, right. I remember, mean, Jared, remember Jared Goff said the gut punches will stop eventually. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. I was thinking that's about like, that when they yeah. lost that one yesterday. That was Scott Mitchell said that too, you know, <laughs> been saying it for a while, a hundred other, uh, yeah. two playoff wins since 1957. I Unbelievable. Think that's all you gotta know. So yeah. uh, by the way, know. what, by the way, uh, do you know any golfer who's a really good hits a big hook? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a slicer. Most of us bad golfers are slicer. Uh, Mason Crosby had the <laughs> bad hook going yesterday, he man. He hadn't missed a kick all year. He missed three in four minutes and four seconds. Of it was clock unbelievable. Time. The won the game. The first one looked like somebody in a sand trap would just hit this big thing screaming left. It was yeah. not even close. And then after that, it, uh, you know, they, none of them were close. And uh, I'll say one thing, they had the guts to run him out there again, but they got there. Talk about a team that worked hard to get beat. That was them yeah. yesterday. They were, they looked terrible. Uh, and uh, to, to had that, they had that game in control and looked terrible. I watched quite a bit of it because they were playing for an hour after the Viking game yes, was over. Yes, they were. I watched an hour of their game after the Viking game were over, and they had the they had the thing won. And uh, man, by the way, Rogers and Devontae Adams is turning into one of the great uh, connection oh, yeah. NFL history. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. It is incredible. But uh, they, you know, they're what four and one, and yeah. look like about it two and three team if the way they actually play so the, and, and the Bengals missed two kicks too including the the one yes. where the guy thought he made it and started celebrating yeah what was that the ball hit the flag and the flag was flow flow flowing out to the other side yeah. of the goalpost yeah. that made it an easy call and hit it, the flag. It did. Yeah. yeah but the guy was acting like he hit a downtown right McPherson it was right it was like he thought he hit one dead center perfect right. what the hell was wrong with him I don't, I don't know. know it looked good until it until it moved left a little bit but then he he thought he still made it I don't know it <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, he was the, they were all jumping around and they kissing missed, each other they missed five those guys combined to miss five field goals in like the in, last in like, three minutes, minutes of regulation into overtime <laughs> yeah. it was unbelievable yeah. Yeah, it was uh, crazy, but uh, you know, it's uh, we we wrote the uh, we wrote the obit on the Packers after the opener, and now they yeah. won four in a row. Yeah, and I know. Meanwhile, our, here's here's my bottom line on the Vikings: not nearly as good as I thought they were going to be. Yeah, I thought they were going to be good. I, I mean, they had some, they had a goofy training camp, which can lead to bad stuff. But I thought if the offensive line was competitive which it has been at times that they were good they are not nearly as good as i thought they were going to be they, no. they are not they are not very good that's the bottom line i think they're there's they're a team with talent they're just not a good team like they they've, they've yeah. just too many things that can go wrong in a given game by the way and mark craig wrote about this and i was watching it and i was even texting friends about the, the herndon this the tight end they got from the jets He's killing him. He he does he barely he barely plays, but he had Mark wrote about this. He had two penalties that basically killed two drives. He hasn't been good. I mean, it's just you know they're probably missing, missing Irv Smith Jr. But yeah, every every team's going to have injuries. But well, let man, me it's say, like every button they've pushed has been wrong. Yeah, let me say this: There's a Star Tribune 
readership audience know how lucky they are to have the wise old Al, uh, Mark Craig, because he is a wonderful observer of football and Viking football. And that little five piece thing five he things, does every yeah. Monday. I mean, he does other great stuff. His piece uh, last week on, uh, on Zim and his offensive coordinators and Stefanski was tremendous because he just talked to everybody and this this thing on that's that's my first read on monday morning when i get the paper i i read the paper in the morning and that's my first read he's great yeah he's great let's shift gears a little bit um we were talking about this before the show started um baseball over the weekend got a little long he could fit two (laughs) could have crammed two nfl games into the uh The Rays yes. and uh, Red Sox. That one did go 13 innings, but it was almost five and a half hours, right? I think that was five. Well, it's it started at uh, seven oh seven. No, it started at three oh seven, and uh, I I put out. I'm confident this game will be over before nine, and it just barely made it. Uh, and uh, and one of the odd, I, I, a play I've never seen or imagined in my life, Mike. Uh, this. Uh, the ground rule double when yeah. the guy's such a klutz that he it hits him in the basically in the body and hops over. And this is one of the few ballparks in America, Fenway with that short wolf fence right. out there, where it actually would have hopped over the fence. And apparently <clears throat> the way the umpires now my feeling on the ground rule double always has been. The umpires can score them if they want to, right? It's yeah. supposed to be two bases. But if they determine the runner was in position where he's definitely going to score, they can score him. And I was surprised that they didn't score him because there's, there's no doubt he was going to score on that ball. So uh, I, I'm really surprised by that. So it was uh, amazing. It just makes baseball look silly that the clumsier you are, the better chance you have to prevent a run, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's an obscure rule. I don't think any of us have had seen it. So we didn't know what it was going on, what was going on. Uh, I was surprised Kevin Cash uh, didn't have to be removed by ambulance screaming at the umpires. Cause I, <laughs> I, I would have went on for a while, but anyway. Uh, yeah. So that game lasted forever. And then the whiteys who looked like they were dead come bouncing back, but that one took 427, and there was eight and a half innings. Four to, I don't know what baseball is going to do, but it's honest to God, I was watching a game, and my wife and I watched two episodes of Anthony Bourdain's layover stuff, okay. and I came <clears> back <throat> down and still watched, and those were each like 50-some minutes, and I came back down and watched the end of <laughs> watched the end of both of them basically yeah. i mean it's it's, it's it, I, I don't know what you're going to do tampa i don't know how many pitchers they ended up with at the end they had nine pitchers uh when they when they hit extra innings they i don't know how you they, they've gone to the you have to face three batters but that doesn't seem to make any difference the other thing is mike nobody goes after a hitter no anymore. it's always you you're always trying to make the perfect pitch Nobody throws it over with a little sink trying to get the ground balls. Right. Every every at bat is six pitches, if you, if you're lucky. And uh, foul balls. Or I've been saying for about five years now, what's killing us is foul balls because <laughs> there's more foul balls than you've ever seen in 
in life. The guys fighting off pitches, waiting for the pitch that they they want to get. And every every pitch is science. It's uh, it's uh, you know. I always used to go crazy because when I heard Hubie Brown do a basketball game, yeah. every trip up and down the court was was uh, required great analysis as to what happened. You know, even if some guy dribbled in and dunked, it was because three <laughs> other guys did this. Well, it's the same way in baseball. Every pitch is now science. Every pitch, every pitch drives you nuts. Yeah. Throw it over. See what happens. God almighty. Hansel the Regrettable uh, was one yep. reason ended up uh hansel looked like he was out of it of course he wasn't because he uh and hansel never because he never in. is hansel came in with a two-run lead and uh uh immediately uh gave up a home run and then walked the next guy so that's it, it looked familiar that's for sure it, it was it was very familiar it's, the other thing that looked familiar um this was, you know, the, the circumstance of the play was a little different but I couldn't help think about you know when the Rays got um, the unfortunate bounce with the ground rule double reminded me of the Koski double in uh, 2004 at Yankee Stadium when they, the Twins yes. were going to take the lead. It was at, I think it was the eighth or ninth inning they were going to take the lead, and instead they, uh, they end up going to extra innings and, and losing that game. Yeah, that where did that ground roll? Where did that one? Where did that one? Bounce that was down into? the left field line. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it hit the chalk and bounced or close to the chalk, bounced up and. Uh, I think I'm not sure who would have scored if it was Tory that was on. Yeah, it was, right. I think they would have. Could they have would have. They would have gone ahead. They they might they might have figured out a way to lose that one um, anyway. Could have but, been. Uh, could have been worse. Phil Cuzzy could have called it foul. So that, <laughs> he wouldn't you know, dare do be, that. He'd been there if he'd been there. So he's still umpiring, by the way. I know. God, how many years ago was that? That was well. Cuzzy <laughs> play. No, the Cuzzy play was in the 2009 ALDS. Nice. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. So let's no. finish with some, you know, let's finish with a little soccer talk. Um, you, you, you brought up soccer in, in our, uh, in our pre uh, pre-show chat. So I had it written down. I wasn't sure if we were going to get to it, but it was a, a double dose yesterday. So we should wow. loons lose three, one at home, even though Colorado is shorthanded in the last 35 minutes, this Colorado scores three wow. goals down a man in the last 35 minutes and the U S Loses a World Cup qualifier at Panama. Um, I know we we were so confident we played our B team and then ended up yes. getting shut out by Panama for God's sakes. And they won one for Noriega or some damn thing. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, I I can't believe how hard of work they make out of uh, out of the Olympic. I mean uh, the uh, World Cup qualifying yeah. when they're you know okay you got Mexico and that's it. We right. got millions of soccer players. We still are fighting to beat Panama, for God's sakes. Come on. What's wrong here? We yeah. should have we should have six teams that are better than Panama, right? Six yeah. six squads are better than Panama. <laughs> now I gotta say one thing about the loons beyond blowing the league. Reading Jerry Zagoda's uh piece today about the he was back on the beat and yeah. about the crowd, and it's not obviously wasn't as large as they announced they were they had season tickets there but it didn't have the same vibe i'm wondering with the way the hockey the soccer season goes mike i think i think we look at it as a summer sport don't you early fall kind of like baseball and and you're still playing right i mean it's gonna we're gonna get snow here pretty soon something's gonna happen we're gonna wake up one morning and it's gonna be 
26 degrees. I think, I think playing outdoors is the length of a current soccer season. You're going to have uh, you're going to have a big fall off late in the year as far as your crowds are concerned. Well, that's yeah. The te- the weather's going to turn, and you get there's there's so much competition now. A lot of soccer fans um, yeah. maybe don't. Maybe they're maybe soccer only fans, or they're you know they don't maybe pay attention to some of the other sports. But yeah, you're right. It's uh, I'm going it's to a, the actual game. I'm saying is going yes. to the actual game when it's going to be freezing, and you know, and all of a sudden you start going to the game, and not as many as you. You don't have the same vibe that you had in July, and uh, it's it's. Uh, I've I've been wondering about that. I don't even know when does the regular season end. Another couple of weeks or what? Oh no, it's uh they got a little bit left here. It's uh I think they play what thirty. There's a 34, I think they play. And then, so they've got, mm-hmm. they've got still a, a little ways to go here. And then they, you know, I remember one year they played into, uh, like into December was when the, uh, I remember the championship them. was, I think they I remember they, watching a final up in Toronto one night and it was like 10 below zero and they were out there running around and you know, the, it was freezing up there, but yeah. So what, what were you going to tell me here? I was going to say they've, uh, I think there's six games left in the regular season loons, clinging to the last playoff spot in the West in the table. They are seventh right now. They're one point clear of Vancouver. So this is no, uh, no sure thing that they get in. And if you, you wrote, you wrote a week or two ago about uh, worrying about Zim getting, uh, getting the boot and we're losing yes. all of our crusty old guys. Adrian Heath is a, yeah. uh, is a, is a classic guy too. And you, you start to worry about his, uh, his status at a certain point here too. If they, oh, yeah, if they, if they collapse. I think Dr. Bill's a bit of a crotchety fella. And uh, I think he wants success for his money. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, I think Adrian, uh, yeah, if they don't make the, if, if, if they fall short of what they thought they had, uh, I think he could, he could get the ax. They do that. So soccer is, oh, yeah. soccer is like hockey, man. Soccer's like, yeah. yeah. Soccer's yeah. like old Ooh. hockey coaches. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, okay, this guy won the premiership two years ago, but we've lost three in a row. Come on. <laughs> our fans, our Arsenal fans are upset. We don't care. You're gone. We don't care if you you were the greatest coach in the history of the sport. You, you had a three-game losing streak, and you got beat by Leicester City. You're fired, you know. That's, yep. that's kind of the soccer vibe. It's unbelievable. <laughs> they, they pull the trigger. And you know what? Hockey and soccer too is the same mentality because they're the last two sports where the coaches can rag the hell out of the players right. Don't you know yeah. rip them, you know rip them upside one down up one side and down the other those are the last two sports that you can get away with that but yeah yeah i think adrian's in trouble even the, the big mistake was they made it to the final four last year right weren't in the semifinals so yeah Everybody thought they were, you know, really had this foundation. But the other thing, Mike, is this dumb, idiotic league we have, the MLS. They have five of their players out playing for Madagascar and stuff. Who cares? Who cares? I, you got a contract. You're not going to Madagascar. You're playing for me. <laughs> you know, what the hell is this nonsense? Robin Lode or whatever his name is. Lud. The hell with Finland. Get back over here and help me win a game when I got more guys on the on the field than you do. This is idiotic that we care if Finland's gonna make the World Cup or not. But when they sign him the contract, you play for me. Boom. 
did Alan the Dodger Willie ever go play for Britain? Hell no. He stayed here <laughs> and played for the glory of the kicks. It uh, upsets me greatly that, <laughs> we, that, that these guys just get on a plane and leave anytime they want to because they might go get to watch a game on the sidelines when they're playing for Finland or someplace. Madagascar, that's my favorite. You know, I looked up Madagascar when we had the guy. It has more crazy, exotic animals that are, you know, they got alligators that bred with monkeys, you know, and they got these crazy animals and they got about 10 square miles of civilization, but we can't have our player. We got to have him over there playing for Madagascar. I got to admit, Patrick, I didn't think we were going to get a Madagascar rant, but I love every minute of that. Let's, uh, Let's wrap it up, though. Um, I'm curious to know what we're what we're going to learn today in the uh, Vikings fallout. Maybe it'll be pretty tame. Maybe you uh, maybe the fact that they the fact that they won will paper over a lot of problems. But I will be interested to see how this team plays next week, because that's a that's a big one, man. That's that's the difference between three and three at the bye and feeling like, okay, we can hit reset or two and four and the wheels are falling off two and four and look at the next three or four we got after that. And by the way, one last thing, congratulations to Lavelle Neal, the bears win, the mighty whiteys win and the sky wins. It's Chicago owns the sports market today. And I'm sure Lavelle had a cocktail in celebration of each one of those. (laughs) All right, Patrick, we'll see you next week. Thank you. (laughs) All right.